Father, we thank you for your presence that's here. We pray don't let your presence decrease a moment. We say give us more. More of you. Not stuff, you. Not money, you. Not connections, you. We need. We're in desperation for the more of you. I pray, Father, over these next moments that through the power of your word will not be in man's wisdom, not in vain babbling, the demonstration of the kingdom increasing here. Let your word come with signs following. That is our desire. That is our prayer. If you love Jesus, just give him a big clap of praise. All right, hey, take your seats. Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 20. Ephesians 3 and 20, very familiar passage of Scripture. How many of you sense the presence of the Lord here? Um, we, we are a house of worshipers that are uh, made up our mind to not be moved by clocks. We believe in order, but we, we feel like we have to follow the leading of the Lord because it's the Lord's house. And, uh, and however he decides that he wants to touch his people, I've learned to get out of the way and to follow him. Very strong presence of the Lord here. And can I tell you that the Lord doesn't just show up to show up? Mm, that there's always something specific that he wants to release to you. Here's my prophetic admonishment to you. Don't leave here without what you came for. I would just put a demand on this atmosphere if I was you, and I would drink deeply and, um, and receive everything. Jesus told the woman at the well that he was a well. And he said, if you knew who was in front of you, you would ask me for water, and you realize that you would never thirst again. Jesus, the well, is in the room. And uh, because he's in the room, you ought to drink deeply. Because it'll give you a refreshing that you can't get outside of him. So the presence of the Lord is here. And we're going to flow in and out and see how the Lord moves. Uh, Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. The Bible says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. I want to minister a message this afternoon entitled, The Power Within. The Power Within. We have been in this amazing series talking about the power of potential. God's been teaching us that every one of us has amazing potential. Potential is defined as dormant or unused ability that's on the inside of us. All of us have amazing potential. 
Um, each and every one of us have been called to do something great. This is, this is the truth. It doesn't matter where you've been, what your background is, who you've been, who you've been around. You've been destined by God to do something great. And I mean, that's good news because oftentimes life will try to make you feel like you're just another peon out here in the earth. Are you understanding this? Like you're just another individual. But you've got to get this today. You've been designed to do something that's never been done before. There's something God has designed you to do that no one has ever seen and nobody can do it like you've been designed to do it. Nobody can operate the way that you've been called to operate. There is something tremendous that God has put you on this earth to do. You have potential. But here's the thing about this potential. If you never use this potential, this potential does not matter. Here's the premise. Here's the premise that we've been rocking with all month long in this series. And I want you to write this down. If you're taking notes, write this down. If you're not taking notes, potential is crap. C-R-A-P. Write it down. Crap. Potential is crap. It does not matter unless you do something with it. Graveyards around the world are filled with untapped potential. There are people who have been fine with coming in and out of churches, worshiping, dancing, shouting, screaming. I am so happy that you're here today. I'm happy that you're enjoying the presence of the Lord. But what really counts is what do you do when you walk out of here? <laughs> what are you going to do when you leave out of the building? So potential is amazing, but potential that is tapped is even better. Tapped potential is even better than just knowing I have potential. In our text today, in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20, a very familiar passage of Scripture, it begins to talk about the ability of God. Let's go there for a minute. And I, I want to I just unpack this verse. I want to unpack this verse for you today, and I want to connect it to what God wants to do in you, and then we're going to head to the house. Are you good with that? The Bible starts off by saying, Now to him... Who is able? Who is able? I want you to realize something. That statement right there is very powerful. The Greek word about God's ability there is dunamai. And this is what it means. It means to have power. So to start off, we've got to realize this. God has power. Simple concept, but a concept that is fought on a regular basis. God is a God who is supernatural. He is not of this world. He is not confined by time and space. Very important because if our God is confined by time and space, we might as well be God. If our God is confined by time and space, we might as well because we are technically in some ways confined by time and space. But our God is bigger than time. He is bigger than space. He has power. Why is this important? Because everything around you wants you to live just a simple, natural life. A life without power. Wants you to feel like I am just a human being. A life without power. He wants you to feel like I have to acquiesce to the rules of this particular realm and earth, a life without power. He wants you to think that, that you're you are, you are stuck 
to human abilities and you're stuck to what the world system says. A life without power. But the prophetic news to you today is God has power. Oh, I love it. I said he has power. That means he has power over sickness. He has power over disease. He has power over your stupidness. He has power. God's ability goes beyond even your ability to buck up against his ability. Isn't that so good? Because so often we get real stupid. Look at somebody next to you and say, you know it's the truth. We, we get real stupid, but God's power supersedes your stupidness. You can make a stupid decision and God will release his power and circumvent your stupidity and, and still get you to the place where he wants you to go. God has power. That's good news. That's good news because the spirit of death desires that it wants to rule in the earth. It wants me to feel like things are dead, like things are over, like things, like I might as well call it quits. The spirit of death tries to come and knock at your door and say so you might as well put it all down. You might as well give up. Y'all can act like that if you want to, like you don't know what I'm talking about. But the spirit of death will show up to your house and you've got to look that devil in the head and say my God has power. The same power oh God, that raised Jesus from the dead is still moving in the earth today I wish I had a church screen power God has power he has power that's important we could go home on that because that's what you need to believe when you leave here that's what you need to believe God is not a God of religious behavior you just coming in and out of a church and just sitting here and hearing a man preach to you no 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 God's power is alive and well and it's real when I was young, they used to sing a song, real, real, Jesus is real to me. Oh, yes, he gives me the victory. He's so real to me. Y'all don't know nothing about that. And so listen to me, Jesus and his power is real. Real, 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 real. You start reading the Bible and you can get a little confused because you start feeling like they were cute stories. <laughs> you, you, you hear stuff like Jonah and the whale. You're like, thank you for the fairy tale, God. You, you start hearing the woman with the issue of blood that pressed her way to Jesus. You're like, I mean, that is such a good story. You start healing all of this stuff, and it will almost make you feel like as if God's power is not here today. And that's why you've got to tell your story, because I've got stories all over this room. I've got receipts. There are people all over this building right now who have experienced the power of God to heal them. Deliver. That's why we praise the way we praise, because we have seen the power of God. If there's anybody in the room that know God has power, you ought to open your mouth. Power. Just park there. Power. Power. If your body is in pain today, no worries. Power. 
<laughs> if, you feel, if you feel addicted to anything, no trip. Power. You've been feeling depressed all week, no worries. Power. God brings you into a building like this just to remind you of power. And so when you leave this room and you go from day to day, you just look trouble in the face and you say, you look sickness in the face and you say power. You look heartache in the face and you say power. My God holds and not just power. He has all power. Now unto him who is able. Dunamai. He has power. Are you here? But not just power. Take your seats, please, Jose. Thank you. Appreciate you. Him who is able, look at this. Here it is power to do. Power to do. I know you've read the scripture so often, you think you understand it. Just walk with me for a minute. Power to do. What does that term mean? It means poia. This is what it means to construct, to form, or to fashion. Oh, this is good. God has. All power to build, to construct, or to fashion. Now, why is that good news, Mr. Prophet? Let me tell you why. It's because many of us are living in the realm of nothing right now. Yeah. Everything looks pretty depleted. Everything looks, uh, some of us, we're looking at stuff, we're like, how does he expect anything to come out of this? Let's, let's go on a trip. Will you go with me? I said, let's go on a trip. Will you go with me? Let's take a trip over to Genesis chapter 1. And when we get over to Genesis chapter 1, we find God there looking at something without form and it's void. What does he start doing? Working the power to do. <laughs> he starts creating where there is nothing there. So the God I serve doesn't just have power, but he has the power to create. Uh -huh. That's why I don't have to be worried about if, I don't, if I'm born without an eye. Why? He's a creative God. Y'all, I know some of us, our faith is too low for that. But God has the power to create stuff where there isn't one. You could have a hole in your heart and God will fill that hole up. He's a creative God. He has the power to reach over all. You don't have no money, no trip. He has power to create. has the power to create. Oh, that's good. Because uh, there's so many things that will try to rock with you and make you feel as if that I'm stuck where I am. Who has ever felt like you're at an impasse? Like, like, where do I go from here? And what we begin to do is pray for God to do and send things, but some of our prayers have not been praying into his power. Oh, my. I feel the anointing. You, you've been praying wasted prayers. I know you don't like that kind of talk. You have been praying prayers that don't even give space for God. You praying for stuff you can do. You praying for stuff you can make happen. Easy prayers. You've been praying prayers that your mama can make happen for you. Some of you know all you got to do is call your mama, whatever you need. Why y'all playing? Oh, some of y'all 50 and still call your mama. I ain't, I'm just talking to the young ones. You call your mama. I, I'm dying, you know, and then we call and try to play like we're not trying to get what we need. 
So, so you call your mom and be like, what's going on, baby? I'm, I don't just know, know how I'm going to pay this cell phone bill. Code for, can I hold some? Why y'all trying to play like y'all don't know what I'm talking about? <laughs> we, we will get away and we, and we end up, we end up, listen, we, stuff that can happen in the natural, we bring to God. But I want people who are going to start praying audacious prayers. That, stuff that, listen, I don't have no other way to get this, but I believe your word, I believe your power, and you have the power to form and to fashion. Is the power <laughs> to form and to fashion. So for every, every visionary in the room, you should have took five laps. Why? Because, because what God has destined you to do is major. And the truth is, the reason why it's vision is because we haven't seen it yet, right? You have to see it in the spirit and in your mind's eye. It hasn't been realized on earth. And so you've got to believe in a God who can make something out of nothing. Otherwise, your vision doesn't come to pass the way you intended it to. You've got to believe that God can take zero and turn it into a hundred. You've got to believe he can take five loaves, y'all ain't saying, a bunch of fish, and he can turn around and feed over 4,000 people. God has called for you to understand he has the power to form and to fashion. How does that relate to your everyday life? Here it is. That gives you power to fight with, okay? You need tools or weapons to fight against the noise of hell. Do you believe that? Some of us, some of us have been such punks. You've been such a punk. I said that P-U-N-K in case you didn't know how it's spelled. Punk. When hell comes after you, you cry and whine. You've been having the same, okay, I love my church. You, you've been having the same pity party for years. But what if, somebody holler back, what if? What if when the devil start talking, you start talking? When the devil comes in your face, you look that devil in the face and you tell him, listen here, my God has the power to do. He has the power to build. And whatever he says is going to happen. I believe God. Uh, uh, the power, have you seen it's the power to construct, to form, to fashion. Now, this is amazing because some of you are like, what does this have to do with potential? What does it have to do with me? You're telling me what God can do. Well, here's the good news. What God can do, you can do. I know, I know some of you think too low of yourself. What God can do, you can do. Please look at somebody who look like they just want some Popeyes and ready to go home and tell them what God can do, you can do. What God can do, you can do. How do I know it? 
that, let me tell you why. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. What God can do, I can do. So if God has the power to create, to form, or to fashion, so do I. <laughs> Woo! So your potential is bigger than what you thought. Oh, my God. So that means tomorrow, all you got to do is create. See, you create, you create, you create. You got to. It is time. It's time to bring stuff out of the visionary realm. It's time to bring stuff out of the ethereal and to manifest it on earth. It's time to bring stuff out of your notepads. It's time to bring stuff out of your journal. It's time to bring stuff out of where it's been and bring it into reality. We are going to create something. I'm about to put something together. I'm about to form it fashion. I've got the power to create. You have the power to create. You have the power to change your entire family line. That's your potential. You have the power to build something. You and all your crazy. Because I can hear you. I can hear you. You're like, yeah, I hear you, Mr. Man. I hear what you're saying. But you don't know me. You don't know where I've been. You don't know what I've done. You don't know how many times I've doubted God. You don't know how many times I've wished that he hadn't called me. You don't know how many times I've rejected what he called me to do. I feel the grace of God <laughs> beginning to flow in this building right now. And the grace of God doesn't just come to cover, but he gives you the ability. Oh, I said he gives you the ability to shift. He gives you the ability to change. So who you've been doesn't have to be who you will be. Who you've been doesn't have to be who you will be. He's given you the power Create something. Create something. I got to get this done. Listen to me. I saw you in 2008 before you ever knew who I was. God then spoke a word in my wife and I's ear. And at that point, he said, King Dumb Culture Worship Center. And we had an ear to hear before we became all nations. We had an ear to hear. And we came and built something out of nothing. So I'm not telling you something I haven't walked through. You've got to begin to walk in the rooms and talk to the rooms like they're packed out in field. Y'all don't want this. We used to have 20 people looking at us. And I would walk in the room and I would preach like I was preaching to thousands. I would walk in the room and I would prophesy to the chairs. I would talk to the angels. And I would minister to everybody in the room. And I began to work until God began to move through what I was forming. 
and fasting. It's time to build. Oh my God, I feel that. Please hit somebody next to you and tell them it's time to build. It's time to build. Why y'all sound so Catholic? Look at somebody behind you and tell them it's time to build. It's time to build. Find somebody else around you. Tell them it's time to build. It's time to build. It's time. I said it's time to build. I said it's time to build. I said it's time to build. It's time to build. I'm going to use that power and build something. God in me. The hope of glory. Do you not know, take your seats, that the kingdom of God lives on the inside. All that God is, all that the kingdom has available is on the inside of you. So the reason why some of you don't believe in your potential is because you haven't understood how clearly the kingdom is within you. When I receive Jesus, it's almost like taking a pill of the kingdom. When I receive Jesus in my life, it's almost like taking the kingdom, knocked up in a pill and swallowing that thing. And now as soon as I receive Christ, bam! See, 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 you guys, that's the power of the supernatural. It doesn't have to make sense to you. It doesn't have to make sense to your mind. The realities of the kingdom of God, are they belong to you. They're your rights and your privileges as a kingdom citizen. As soon as I enter into the kingdom, out of the kingdom of darkness, into the kingdom of light, Bam! Power. Power to create. Let me keep going. Said he's able to do, to form and to fashion, right? He's able to do abundantly. Abundantly. What does that abundantly mean? That abundantly, there hasn't even, not even good enough words in the English language to really communicate it. In the Greek that original word is better translated super abundantly. The idea here is that abundant doesn't give it enough play. What God's power is to form and fashion is beyond and far above abundant. I want you to think about abundant for a minute. Will you go with me? I asked you a question. Don't be rude. Will you go with me? When we think of abundance, Many of us think about everything filled, every space filled, more than enough. God says, I supersede your mindset on abundance. Whatever you've been envisioning, whatever you've been envisioning as abundance does not compare to what he's about to bring to you. I want to prophesy that somebody has enough faith to believe this. Whatever you've been calling abundant, whatever abundant is meant to you, he says, I'm above that. I'm super abundant. I'm above abundant. I'm beyond abundant. And I'm about to bring you into the fulfillment of what I want. Can I prophesy to about 100 people in here today that you're about to see the hand of God move in your life and what? You have not seen it before. It is the moment of superabundance. Say, so I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring abundance to you. Say, if you see, she said, not only that, I'm gonna bring abundance. Is the next word, but we're gonna not only bring you superabundance, but I'm gonna go above. A Greek word for above. Just want to unpackage the scripture for you today. This Greek word for above is the word hooper. And, and it means beyond. Uh, uh, it means beyond. It means 
beyond. We are in a moment in this movement across all 10 campuses that God has called us to a moment of beyond. Whatever I've known as my reality, God is about to take me far beyond. I see a place in the future and this place is called beyond. We are on our way somewhere fast. I wish I had some church that would say beyond. Uh, beyond, 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 beyond your present situation. Beyond your present situation. When it talks about beyond here, it's dealing with, pre- uh, dealing with concern about your process. Meaning that this beyond is connected to care and concern. So when God looks at you, when he sees you in your now, he said, I'm concerned about you understanding what I have available to you. I'm, I'm concerned about you taking steps. Have you ever felt like, God, I know you love me, but I don't know if you're really with me. Be religious if you want to. But I'm going to be honest. And there were moments where I, in my life where I said, you know what? I don't know. I just really don't know. I don't know if you're with me. I know, I know you love me, but I don't know if you're with me. I know, I know for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But let me tell the truth today. There were moments where I have wondered if God is with me. And he says, I'm not just going to take you beyond. I'm concerned about every aspect of you. I'm concerned about every aspect of your vision. I'm concerned about every aspect of your family. I'm concerned about every aspect of your life. I'm about to take you beyond. Beyond. So I'm going to take you beyond anything that you've ever seen or understood. We're going to a place called beyond. Ephesians 3.20. Let's go back to the text. It says, uh, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Look at this. According to the power, I love it, that works in us. In us. In us is not an outward work, it's an inward work. What God's about to perform, He's not going to do it without you. What God is about to perform, He's about to do through you. I wish somebody would get this. You you are the instrument that he's about to use to bring change. Now, this is, this is interesting because the devil will often make me feel less, but try his best to try to make us feel less of ourselves than we ought to. But God is saying, no, I'm not going to use the neighbor. I'm not going to use the person around you. What I'm about to do in your life, I'm about to do it through you according to the power that's working on the inside of you. This is major because oftentimes we think the only way that we can get to our next level, and I'm with impartation, I'm with receiving from men and women of God, but oftentimes we've got off kilter and we begin to look left and right for the thing that God is about to perform. We begin to look all the way around us and some of you have missed it because you've been looking to the left and the right and you've been looking around you, but God said, what I'm about to do in your life, I'm about to do it right through you. I'm about to do it through you, through you, through you, through you. That's the power of even the apostles of old that walk with Jesus. He said, I'm going to train you. I'm going to raise you up. Then I'm going to work through you. 
going to work through you. <laughs> That's what happened in the encounter with Paul. When, Carl, when Paul, when Saul was turned to Paul, he had an encounter with light. Light began to hit him, and then light began to walk through him. <laughs> God said, that's why I delivered you. That's why I let revelation hit you. I wanted to hit you so I could work through you. That's why he delivered you. He delivered you to change the world. What is it <laughs> that you were delivered to? I know where you were delivered from. The prophetic question is, what were you delivered to? <laughs> I know he brought you out of anger. I know he brought you out of addiction. But where did he drop you off at? Oh, my Oh my, see he brought, he brought, he brought Saul out of the place of killing Christians, brought Saul out of the place of pride, brought Saul out of that place of thinking he was better than others and that he had had it figured out, but then he dropped him off as a deliverer for the Gentiles. He dropped him off at the door of the Gentiles and he said, now that you are free, go and set somebody free. Now that you have the light, go and release the light. What is God trying to walk through? you yeah what is he trying to get out of you Ooh, if there's going to be all this pressure if there's going to be all this this pressure in life pain heartache some got to come out of this maybe i'm just by myself But if I'm going to go through all of this, some got to come out of it. Uh, if I'm going to experience this heartache, pain, people leave you, people talk crazy about you, you you're doing stupid stuff to your own self, all of this stuff. If something, if this is going to be like this, something has to come out of it. It's going to come out. It's coming out of it, but it's going to come through you. There's a superpower that God's dropped inside of you. Oh, my God, I wish you'd hear me today. You've got to wake up in the morning and believe it. When you look yourself in the mirror, you've got to understand my untapped potential. There's power moving around this side of me. The kingdom of God is within me. There's something God wants to bring out of me. There's something God wants to bring through me. He's going to work abundantly and above. He's going to go beyond, but he wants to do it through me. This is why I've got to wake up in the morning and focus my eyes on the kingdom. I got to wake up in the morning and be a man and woman of prayer. I, I got to wake up in the morning and be a man and woman of his word because it's in those places where my mind is transformed to believe the impossible that God would use jacked up me to change the world around me. I am a world changer. I don't care what myself tells myself. I am a world changer. I don't care what the people around me say. I am a world changer. I don't care what the government says I am a world changer I don't care that I don't have a degree I am a world changer I don't care how much money I have I am a world changer say it out of your mouth I am say it again I am say it again I say it again I I am a world changer thank you cease for a moment I've got to land this I The Bible, when they started talking about power, I took a trip over to Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 15. And I need you to get this today. The Bible says, therefore I also. 
After I heard of your faith, the Lord Jesus, and your love for all the saints, Paul talking, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you, somebody say me, the spirit, watch this, of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge, oh my, the knowledge of him, the knowledge of him. I got to say that for a minute. The knowledge of him. What's going to bring you into actually living this out is the more knowledge of him that you get, the more power you feel and understand. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. It's, it's the more power you, the, the, more, the more you get more knowledge of him, the more you understand the power you possess. No knowledge of him. No understanding of your power. That's why the devil prefers us to be an ignorant people. The enemy loves your ignorance. That's why he doesn't mind, friends, he doesn't mind people coming in churches if they leave out dumb. So right now, no shade, maybe a little bit. There are people around the world screaming about nothing. Hollering, running around, and will leave and can't tell you anything that hit their mind. <laughs> because if it doesn't hit your mind, it won't hit your life. Change, he said, you got so supernatural, you forgot about one of the greatest powers that you have, your mind. You've gotten so deep in prayer that you've forgotten your mind. We don't exercise our minds because we think Christianity equals stupidity. We leave our minds at the door. That's why even when you praise in here, I say, listen, be sober. If you're going to praise, know what you're praising for. We not flailing around just to flail around. We not just running because our neighbor ran. If you're gonna praise, praise with soberness. If you're gonna thank him, thank him because you know something. If you checked your brain at the door, go back to that door and pick it up. Because God wants you to think. That's what's going to change the world. It's the power of thoughts. Before anything is ever manifested in the earth, it's going to begin with a thought. He's going to implant a thought. But if you check out in your mind, you'll be looking for something supernatural that you think is just going to hit your spirit. And God says, yes, your spirit, but your mind too. Knowledge. 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 Some of us cannot be good Christians because we don't like education. I know. I didn't expect you to holler back there. The reason why you're not succeeding as a Christian is because you don't like to be educated. I told him this, this on Wednesday. You don't like tests. You can't be a successful Christian and hate test time. I know, I know, I know. 
Why do you say that? Because you think that you can, you're going to be able to can't stand test in the natural and then be able to take it in the spirit? So when it's test taking time about how faithful you are to him, this is good. When, when it's test taking time about, about how you walk through what you walk through, you don't want to walk through the test. Because you hate them. You don't like your knowledge to be tested. Can I prophesy to you? You are coming into a moment where God is about to test your knowledge. Yeah, yeah. It's my word to you. So you've got to press in to the knowledge of him. Somebody say the knowledge of him. Ooh, that's good. Somebody say the knowledge of him. So the Bible says very clearly that, that the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the knowledge of him. Look at this. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Look at this. That you may know something. Somebody say, you got to know this. You got to know this. Look at somebody else say, you got to know this. You got to know, know, you know. It is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance where? Please understand it. Where is the inheritance? Where is the inheritance? Where is the inheritance? The kingdom within me. Inheritance of the saints. Here it is, verse 19. What is the exceeding greatness of his power where? Toward who? Not talking about your neighbor, not your family. Toward who? Toward us who what? Toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in heavenly places. What in the world does this word exceeding here in verse 19 say? It's the word huperbolo. What does it mean? It's a compound word. Compound word. Hooper means something that is above and beyond anything else. Balo means to throw or to hurl. What is God saying when you put the two words together? It's a picture. It's a picture. It depicts like an archer who overshoots his goal. It's, it's, it's the picture here, the word picture that, that that building here is an archer that goes beyond his goal. God, he is the archer that says there is a goal that is set there, but I'm about to take you in the exceeding place above the goal. Whatever the goal is, God is saying, my arrows are going farther. I wish I had a church. Whatever the, whatever the goal is, he's saying we're about to go beyond the goal. We're about to go beyond the goal. Look at your neighbor and say, what's the goal? What's the goal? What's the goal? What's the goal? Look at the person on the other side. Tell them beyond, 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 beyond. I wish I had a church that believe that he is about to take you beyond whatever the goal is. It is about to be exceedingly. It's about to be exceeding. It's about to be exceeding. The exceeding, listen to this, the exceeding greatness, and I'm going to end right here. 
the exceeding greatness. It's a Greek word, megathos. This is what it means. It's where we get our word mega from. God saying, what I'm about to do right now is big. <laughs> it's mega. That's my prophetic word that I want you to run out of here with all week long. I want you to start looking at stuff and say, Mega, my life is about to get big real fast. My business is about to get big real fast. My family's about to expand on the left and the right real fast. Mega's about to hit my life. Mega is about to hit my life. The me oh, 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 oh. the prophetic word of lift your hands the prophetic word over you is mega mega it's expansive it's big it's major it is mega he said my power is about to be released to you in ways you have not seen before the place that God has called you to be in is bigger, Greg, than what you've even been able to consume in your mind. This thing that God is about to bring you into, it is beyond, Jose, whatever you have seen. God saying this thing according to the exceeding power, the exceeding great power that's on the inside of you. It's about to blow your mind. I prophesy over you, mega business. I prophesy over you, mega houses. I prophesy over you mega families. I prophesy over you mega jobs, mega income. I prophesy over you mega connections. I prophesy over you this is the moment of mega. All nations, San Bernardino, it's about to get big real fast. It's about to get big real fast. Mega is coming to this house. Mega is coming to this house. It's about to expand beyond what you have ever seen before. Mega is here. Lift your hands. Right where you are, just begin to worship into the reality of that word. It's the power within. I said it's the power within. Open your mouth and worship him. Open your mouth and worship him. It's the power within. It's the power within. Open your mouth and worship. Come on, put your worship in the room. Put your worship in the room. Put your worship in the room. It's about to get big. Real fast. The acceleration of God. It's coming upon your mega. Lift your voice and thank him in advance for what he's releasing to your house, to your family, to your mind, to your neighborhood, to your city. Here comes the mega. I said, here comes the mega. Father, Come on, hold on to that moment. Don't let go of it. Come on, something very special is happening right now. Come on, 
If you feel with the spirit, with the evidence of praying, and come on, lift up your voice and pray in the Holy Ghost for a moment. I feel another wave of his glory about to hit this house.